like, so this guy's like, done a little bit of poetry. <laughs> Lay back, close your eyes and let me milk you dry. Suck edge and tease your cock, bring you close several times till you can't take it no longer. I'm warm, calm in my moist mouth. <laughs> Is this his bio? <laughs> no, he just sent that to me as a message. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Intense. You're listening to Cocktails and Confessions. Well, here's to dry January. Which I didn't do. Well, obviously, we're drinking now. <laughs> oh, is it still January? Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. It's like January um, the 52nd. I don't think I drank that much this year, like this month. I drank a lot less than what I could have done. But I just didn't think, see the point in doing it. It just puts a pressure on you that you just don't need. I just don't see the point in doing it anyway. Just Like, unless you're somebody that drinks like three times a week and you need to give your liver a rest. But I don't drink three times a week. Oh, I think I do. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah, but you work in the in the club field. The only thing I dry about this January has been my sex life, I think. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I had like a few like 30 second flings in Berlin. <laughs> and then and then that's it. But I'm not like I'm just really busy anyway, so but I have got a date on Saturday. Oh, have you? Yeah. Who? Tell me. Um he's just a, like another someone else off Hinge. I don't use I don't use Tinder anymore. And obviously, you don't really get dates from Grindr, so I don't even try to use that as an avenue. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a waste of time. Uh, but yeah, he seems nice. He seems like he travels a lot for work, but I'm trying not to overanalyze it. <laughs> I'm just like, well, if you're traveling so much, then like, who, who, who's, who's going to be with me? <laughs> Have you already married him in your mind? <laughs> no. Okay. Not married, but I said to Darren, I always, I'm a, like a romanticist, so I'm always like... As soon as I start chatting to someone, I've got I'm like playing my little lovesick playlist, <laughs> trying to manifest your that feelings. shit. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, cheers, cheers. cheers. Uh, what's new with you? What's new with me? I had quite a quiet January to be honest. So things are just about to start picking back up again. I've got like loads of events on coming up, so I've got like two this weekend. Then I've got like three next weekend. Okay, amazing. And then it's like that type of... DJ gigs, yeah? Yeah, DJ yeah. gigs. Um, then my own podcast is coming back. Yeah. So I'm going to start re-recording, well, not re-recording, recording. Plug. Mark Ashley do... Mark Ashley do? Mark Ashley do pay presents. Mark do. What's it called? Mark, well, Mad Presents. Mad Presents. And it's like a music podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. So each um, show, I have like a different, like either like a DJ on or a singer or just somebody who's involved in music. And in we just talk industry, about all yeah. Th- yeah. Just talk about, yeah, music. Yeah. Music politics, music scandals, guilty pleasures. Oh. Yeah, it's cute. Okay, well, I'm nothing to do with music, but you can bring me on at some point. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to have like other guests on whilst the main guest is on there just to keep things kind of like yeah fresh like, yeah, yeah yeah fresh yeah and like uh, yeah i have another voice to the conversation yeah just to like throw some two pences in uh well you can bring me on when you get like uh ariana or someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's on my list <laughs> i'll settle for ama <laughs> ama i think she goes by she goes by cabba now 
just changed her name. Kaba. Yeah, K-A-B-B-A. Oh, because I was chatting to her like a few weeks ago uh, at some party where she was telling me she was doing something with M&E-K. Yeah, because her and m and are obviously like best friends. So M&E-K wrote... Um, What's that? 100%. Yeah, with Duke Dumont. Yeah. So they've been like, they work quite closely together. She um, said that they'd already done a song together that was out, but I couldn't find it. So maybe it's under Kaba. Yeah. Check it out. Check check it out. So what are we talking about today? Today. (laughs) Today we're talking about the quest for Dick. How far is too far to travel? (laughs) Ah, Okay. So this week there was a story in the news about this guy, Tim Wright. Mm-hmm. So basically this guy, Tim Wright, mm-hmm. he started chatting to this other guy on Grindr and they were like, it was just normal small talk. They were exchanging messages and the guy lives in West London. And Tim, Tim lives in West London. No, the guy he was chatting to lives He's in, in West, West London. London. Okay. And Tim lives somewhere else in London, mm-hmm. right? I'm not sure exactly what area it is. And he, the guy said to Tim... Oh, are you free tonight? Because um, I'm in Helsinki for the weekend. Oh, unless you want to come to Helsinki. Like, as <laughs> a joke. Okay. <laughs> and Tim's like, oh, yeah, actually, I wouldn't, I'd actually be quite down for that. Within one minute, one minute, he had checked the flight prices. And within 20 minutes, he had booked. And he didn't know the guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> All for, all for a dick. <laughs> like, surely there was cheaper, more local dick that he could get. Well, that's why I'm thinking, like, we need to see the images that were exchanged. Yeah, cause because this guy must have some, like, super dick or something. <laughs> like, wow. Even the face. Just show me the face, man. But like, maybe Tim's one of those guys that, you know, is on Grindr for friends, chats and networking. And what a perfect way to make friends. What, <laughs> expand your network to Helsinki. <laughs> But the guy lives in West London. He yeah. could have just waited a week. <laughs> Tim wanted that dick. She was just making sure that no one in Poland was getting that dick. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> like, mine. Yeah, like, mine. <laughs> protecting that pole. Oh, but honestly, it makes me think, because, to be honest, I actually used to be a bit like this when I was younger. But in my head, it was, like, it was a, a spontaneity thing. Okay. But it was, yeah, it was a spontaneity thing. But I think as well, you kind of have these hopes of having a whirlwind romance, like in the back of your mind. But I only went to, I only went to Windsor. (laughs) (laughs) She went to the Royal Borough to get the Royal County. Oh, bitch, he was not a prince. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so did you, how did, was this train? Did you get a mega bus? So again, like I think I was 18 and it was a similar thing where he was like, oh, if you want to come here in a jokey way, I was ready and dressed within 17 minutes and I was on my way to Waterloo East train station and I was on that train. Bye, I'm coming. Um, I get that though, like, but when I was about, yeah, when I was about 15, 16, I remember I was chatting to this guy, most of on like face party back in the day. Yeah. Them Bebo days. Yep. And I was like, XX, Mr. Naughty 203XX, yep. something like oh, that. I was talking about this with um, <laughs> Daddy the other day. Um, and I, this guy was like, yeah, come and see me. I was like, okay, cool. So I lived in Peckham and he lived in Harrow. So I. Where's Harrow? Like North 
London, I think. Okay. It's on the Baker. I think it's on the Bakerloo line. I remember taking a lot. No, Metropolitan line. Somewhere very far. I was like, yeah, come down. Come down and meet me. So I was like, yeah, all right then. So like, got in the shower, put together a cute look, shaved my bussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did the things that like a young teenage bottom at the time was going to do. <laughs> yeah. I, <think. laughs> I don't even know if I was. But anyway. Get there. Text him. He's like, one minute, mate. 16 minutes later, I'm still stood outside Harrow Station. Train station. <gasps> like, people looking at me. and Well, I feel like they were looking at me. It was cold. I remember it was wet. And I was just like, so mortified that I travelled that far and put that much effort in for someone who just ghosted me. Like, Wait, he never, he never showed up at all? He never showed <gasps> oh, up. Oh, my so God. So then I had to go and take myself all the way back to the ends. With, and I was like, do you know what? I would never do this again. And from then, I don't think I travel further than a thousand meters. <laughs> <laughs> is that the furthest you've gone? Yeah, so, yeah, the furthest I've gone is Harrods. So yeah, like Northwest London. I've never traveled further. Yeah, no, I haven't, no. But I don't drive. I'm very lazy. <laughs> so like, I'm not, yeah, I'm just not putting in the man hours. That much effort. For, that much effort. Like, do you get what I mean? For something like that to happen. For yeah. something like that to happen. Um, also, I don't like really going to strange people's houses. Yeah. I feel like over the years, I've read so many horror stories of people going to people's houses and then like, they either just never leave the house again. <laughs> <laughs> they get spiked with G. They end up like cut up in the walls. Yeah, like I remember this boy, I think, went to this guy's house. And you know, you get those guys as well who have suffered with really bad internalised homophobia. So whilst their dick is hard, they're gay. But as soon as they yeah. bust, yeah. they're straight yeah. and they're angry again and they're going to beat the shit out of you. So like... It's just not worth it for me. Yeah. Like, you can come to mine if that's gonna if that's the mood I'm in, but I ain't going to yours. No. And there's gonna be something underneath my pillow as well, just in case things. Hey, I'm all for taking a weapon on your hookups. <laughs> yeah, it's about mean? safety. Prevention so, um, is better than a funeral. Traveling for dick is just something that I just feel like it's just not worth it. It's... Well, when I went to Windsor, it actually kind of I did actually spend the whole weekend with him hmm. and. I was like, oh my God, like, I'm like kind of falling for him. Um, Girl, that bussy was so big. Good. <laughs> we didn't have sex. Oh. I was, I was so innocent when I was younger. Oh, so you didn't really travel for dick then. You just traveled for the experience. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And then the weekend after that, he came to mine. And <laughs> even then I gave him like a little hand up under the covers and that was it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> innocent Anthony Brennan. <laughs> so innocent. And then he basically dumped me because I wouldn't put out. I was like, well, go fuck yourself. I'm not ready. Okay. But that's, what's, so that's the furthest you've gone is to Harrow. Yeah, so Harrow, I'm trying to think of like, where, I've never left the city of London for dick. Hold on, I was dating somebody who lived in Chester when I was 15. Is that the same as traveling for dick? No. No, it's not. No. It? It's not a random hookup. Yeah. Even though he most probably was just treating me like his weekend hookup. And I thought it was that, a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought he was my boyfriend. And then I found out after like a year of like sneaking from school every Friday, I'd pack my, um, I'd pack my weekend bag on a Friday morning, go to school. With your knife and your dish. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd tell my mum that I was staying at one of my friend's house for that weekend. And then I'd jump on my train to 
Chester from Houston Station and I'd be there from like Friday to Sunday. But then after about a year, I found out that he had multiple versions of me. Of you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just, one of many. If you're listening to this, you know exactly who you are. You did wrong. <laughs> um, when, when I got to Manchester, I thought that this guy was like, I was a bit um, infatuated with him a little bit because he was on, um, he was on, what was that like really basic vanilla porn website back in the day? It was similar to Sean Cody. Bella, hold on, Sean Cody, Bella Meet Falcons Studio. No, I feel like it's not really around anymore. Well, I don't know. It was, anyway, it's very similar. What was the one that Lee Harris was on? <laughs> what, the DJ? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know. Wait, you wind me up. You didn't know that Lee Harris did porn? No. <laughs> oh, honey, get home and have a Google. <laughs> um, Pick up Lee Harris if you're listening. <laughs> Big being the operative word. Oh, really? No. Oh. <laughs> you're so fucking shady. I'm joking on both accounts. It's okay. bigger than average. Oh, okay. Do you know, I really don't know dick sizes. What, do you just, what do you mean? Like, you couldn't... Yeah, like, so for instance, like, I don't know what an eight inch dick actually looks like or a 10 inch dick. I remember like up until like 15, because obviously when you're like young and you're like, you measure your dick, I think, it's a thing that you do when you're a teenager. But then yeah. by like 15, 16, I just was just like, I just knew that I was happy with the size you're of just it. Like, I've got enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was more than happy with the size of it and I just never really measured it. So when I see these things like 8.5 uncut thick dick, I'm like, what? What is that? Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? Well, because sometimes I see these really big, long ones and I'm like, is that, I'm just not very good with the whole inch thing. Well, I just kind of think of, I always think of the rulers that you had at school. So the 15 centimetre ones. No, the 30 centimetre ones. Yeah. They're 12 inches. Right, okay. So half of that, so like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, this guy was on that, uh, whatever porn site that was. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to fuck him. So I didn't fuck him anyway, but we did stuff. And then he just, we were drinking all night. And then because I was away from home and I was like 18 or whatever, I was like, I want to drink as soon as I wake up. So I woke up the next day, <laughs> started like banging out the WKDs or whatever. 9am in the morning pretty much <laughs> but I would never get like fucked because okay. I'd be drinking alco pops I would just get on that very like merry level of drunk and I'd always remember everything teenage tipsy yeah yeah and I was trying to get him to do the same and it was fine we got a bit drunk and then I wanted to go out that night again and he was like we're not going out he's like you you won't be able to handle two nights in a row I'm like uh bitch you're not my fucking dad so I just went to my bag, my little hold all that I'd brought, pulled out my Playboy bunny ears, my little Playboy bunny outfit, and just went out without him. <laughs> how old was he here? 18, I think. And this is in Manchester? Yeah. Love it. So did you do that little tour that you did in your gift that you, on your TikTok you did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that TikTok had me screaming. <laughs> it was but. the troll. I was like, wow. So yeah, I just uh, went around Manchester dressed like a fucking Playboy bunny gay slut. This is old Jalea though, and she used to wear like really scandalous ratchet outfits. <laughs> yeah. Like did not give one One fuck. single iota of a I fuck. Yeah, <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I was really living for the moment then, but I just, I think I'd rather do drag now than 
dress up like a camp little androgynous fairy. Okay. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like drag is such an effort, but it's because I have a beard. So like, I can never really get that face beat to perfection because I ain't shaving the beard off for a couple of hours of lulls in a grimy club. I know what you mean, but sometimes that doesn't even matter to me. Obviously, I don't have a full beard, but mm-hmm. I've got like facial hair. I really never, I never get rid of it. Do you not? No. Okay. No. When was, when was the last time you did drag? Um, December at my friend's thirtieth uh, birthday. I actually recorded a little sketch called uh, Charlene's Manor, Charlene. Char- Charlene's Country Manor, um, which is just in the editing process. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's like Cribs, but she's, um, have you ever seen Shit's Creek? No. Oh, no. Is that on Netflix or one of them? Yeah. About a family and yeah. they buy this area? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen a few episodes. Uh, so the character was like based on the daughter. Okay. Where she's just like, oh, I'm such a good person, but I'm really just all about me. <laughs> um, so yeah. And that was, do you know, what? I think I do it more for like the feeling of like the wearing heels and the wearing the wig of just like how I feel with it on. Listen, you know that I love nothing more than throwing on a wig and a pair of heels. Well, this is actually going to be the topic for our next episode. Okay. So... If you want to hear all about us getting dressed up and sex in drag, and we're going to talk about the new Drag Race cast. Ooh, not sex in drag, girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that will be the next episode, and you guys can find that one on Patreon. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that only going to the Patreon? Of course. Oh, okay. We can be a little bit more ratchet on that one. Okay. <laughs> you have to pay for that content, bitch. Well, some of the stuff I've done in drag. Ooh, child. <laughs> you know, I think I've only had, actually, let me save it for the next one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, went out in this bunny outfit, whatever, and I ended up having an argument with him to the point where he, we were like kind of laughing and wrestling and that. And then Ooh, he got wrestling in the, play, in the play bunny outfit. Yeah, but then he got really rough. Rough in the kind of way like, oh, choke me, daddy, rough. No, or not like, like, not like, yeah, choke me in the van, like that other okay. guy. <laughs> no, no, okay. No, this was like, but, like, oh, like, this is a bit. To the point where like, I was on the verge of like slapping him. Oh. And then that night we didn't even do anything together. Like the first night we kind of did bits. And then that night I was like, I'm literally just here for the mattress. <laughs> yeah. My train's tomorrow. I will be leaving. I will be leaving. Mm. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you just can't be... It's sketchy, man. It's sketchy. I'd rather, if I'm going to have a hookup, it's on my terms, in my safety, like my safe zone. And if I don't like what's going down, then I can be like... Get out. Get out. <laughs> or... Yeah, my mum... Oh, I've just... Like, my mum's... I forgot my mum. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, make up some bullshit excuse to why you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> what is the, like, the wildest excuse you've ever heard? <laughs> some guy once said to me, oh, uh, I, uh, I think there's uh, just a bit too much of an age gap. <laughs> an age gap. I was like, babe, you're five years older than me. I've, Got friends with drug habits longer than that. <laughs> like, get off your fucking high horse. Yeah. Actually, I think it was me, that, the one that was high. <laughs> Which I think is why he was like, let me get on the high horse and just gallop the fuck out of here. I, I don't think I've really had any 
I'm trying to think of. Well, you just didn't get an excuse. He just didn't. Yeah, turn exactly. up I just got ghosted. Yeah, I just got left in the rain in Harrow. <laughs> right, That's so why I would sure. never ever go back to Harrow again. <laughs> There's a. <laughs> so rude. I was reading this thing this week about this guy who had like a fuck buddy in New York. And then the guy had messaged him and he messaged back and then didn't get a reply. So he just was a bit like, okay, like whatever. Cause you know, it's like fuck buddies, they can be flaky. Mm -hmm. So then I think it was nine days later, he messaged him and he's like, hey, what's up sexy? Didn't get a reply. And the tick had gone green. Sorry, the text message had gone green instead of blue. And so he got blocked. So he waited like another three days and he's like, hey, like, are you alive? And he wasn't. (laughs) 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 Listen to, like, the next part of the story. So then he's on Grindr and he just sees, like, some guy and he's thinking, oh, like, quite like the look of him. Goes into his profile and in the guy's bio, it's like, blah, blah, blah. By the way, can everyone on here please be careful? Like... Whatever the, whatever the name was, like John got ploughed down by a truck on 34th Street and the guy is like, oh my God, his name was John and then sent the guy a picture and it was his fuck buddy that had got mowed down. That's so deep. See, that's the thing about the relationships between you, the fuck buddy, like fuck buddy relationships because you're technically in a kind of like some type of relationship, but it's a relationship where like, you're not recognized by the outside perimeters of, do you get what I mean? So then when shit like John gets plowed down on 80, whatever street it was, what then happened? Like there's, there's, there's a sense of loss there. <laughs> do you attend your fuck buddy's funeral? I totally get what you're saying. Like, I totally get what you're saying. Cause you might want to weep over that dead dick. Like that might've been, that's, my my fuck he, buddy died. <laughs> did your fuck buddy die? Yeah. But it was just a bit more complicated because he was married. Oh, shit. So I didn't even know. Turn up to the wife. <laughs> no, he was married to a man. Oh. But could you imagine just the other woman turning up to the funeral? <laughs> Show stopper, Show for like, and who are you? I'm tuning in for that episode of whatever TV drama that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know until like, I was on Facebook and then obviously I guess the boyfriend or whoever had taken over the Facebook and shared it and I was literally I was at, I remember I was at work in the tanning shop in Covent Garden and I just burst I'm not into tears. those days yeah. the Covent Garden tanning shop tanning days shop, legendary and I just burst into tears at the desk and I was like I'm going to have to take a minute <laughs> yeah because you do have a relationship right so there's different types of fuck buddies isn't there because there's those guys that you have regular sex with, but when you get to their house, you literally don't really speak. Right, it's right. kind of like, hi, hi, close off, bang, bus. But I think that depends on Go. them, don't you? Because I'm always like, listen, there's nothing wrong with a bit of respect, a bit of human decency. Like if we're gonna fuck and we're gonna do this regularly, then unless they're just like, unless you're just in it for the sex. Well, if you're just, yeah, well, I've, that's what I was gonna say. So there's, Fuck buddy number one, where you're just in it for the sex. That's, like that's when they're ugly. <laughs> but the dick good. But the dick. <laughs> but the dick good. So yeah, but then you've got the ones that you can like smoke a spliff with, and you have a little bit of like chat and banter with. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have like you offer them a glass of water before you get down to things. 
<laughs> Wait, you can't give someone a spliff and not give them water, <laughs> bitch. Especially if you want them to suck you off. Like, no. And then I don't have my foreskin get stuck in someone's like. And then there's friends with benefits, right? So it's friends with benefits is more than a fuck buddy. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So friends with benefits is like you're actually boys. Like you jam. You're cool. You've got a whole. Friends with benefits is just uh, a relationship, but you're both afraid of commitment. <laughs> okay. Real talk. Real talk. Um, okay, so we did... Afraid... Hold on. Afraid of commitment. I don't feel like you necessarily have to be afraid of commitment. Maybe you just don't want commitment. Does that make you afraid? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. No, you can definitely not want commitment. Yeah, like like some people like just get out of a relationship, mm-hmm. but they kind of I feel they miss having someone there all the time, or they miss that intimacy, but they're just not ready to be in a relationship, and sometimes they don't want a relationship. Yeah, like I don't feel like. How are you doing, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> he always gets mentioned every episode. He needs to come on. Well, he's uh, re- he responded to our story. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll be going to read that one out. Of course. Oh. <laughs> We're not going to say his name, though. We are. Oh. <laughs> you reply to the story, you get a mention. It's yeah. your reward. Okay, so I asked our followers on Cocktails and Cock Talk. Um, guys, if you want to get involved as well and you want us to read out your answers, um, we might even call you. Uh, follow us on there and at Cocktails Confessions. And make sure you watch our stories because that's where I do a little reach out to the audience moment. Okay. And honestly, we had so many replies to this question and some of them are just so epic. Okay. Like, <laughs> so I said, what is the furthest you've travelled for a hookup slash dick slash arse and was it worth it? <laughs> so... So, Nick Byam responded. (laughs) Stop this. Okay, here we go. Nick Byam responded to South London. (laughs) Nick lives in Shoreditch. Yeah. So, that tells you how far he's willing to travel for the dick. You know she don't like crossing the river, that one. So, (laughs) this dick must have been fucking great for her to cross over the river. I'm quite interested to know when this was. And you didn't even stop by and say hello on your way back. <laughs> Moving on. So one guy, uh, Siuk Capri, he travelled from the UK to Poland. The UK to Poland, bitch. I mean... What, another person? Poland? Hold on. Helsinki, where is that? Poland. All right, so that's, a, that's two people that have gone to Poland. Maybe Poland's got some good dick. Do you know what? Weekend away. (laughs) (laughs) In my time, I've encountered a few Polish men. And they... And what's your your, uh, thesis? Polish guys are hot. Yeah? And there obviously is like the ratio of black men to Polish people in Poland is very... (laughs) Slim, yeah. Slim. So I feel like they... When they come to places like the UK or places where it's a bit more multicultural, yeah, they're wowed by 
Yeah, the melanin. Totally. I think he's. I think he's like that with a lot of European countries. Like, imagine being someone that has a thing for black boys, but there's hardly any black there's boys hard, in yeah, your country. In your country. So, um, but what I noticed when I was younger was that, like, I would see somebody in the club, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, he's so fit!" And then I'd go over to them, and like, "You right?" And then they'd be like, "Hello, my name is Piot," <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, "You Polish?" They're like, "Yeah." How did you know? And I'm just like, "Obviously," because anyone that I used to fancy for some reason would always be fucking Polish. Called Piot. Yeah. <laughs> Don't all my sin, but yeah, like over the years, um, yeah, I, I think yeah. Anyway, moving forward. <laughs> um, so Bex Torella flew from Costa Rica to Canada, and then he's put in brackets. 4,271 miles, very specific. Listen, that, that man better have been paying for your ticket. <laughs> you can't be that desperate for dick that you're going to be paying big, big flight prices. I agree, I agree. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But the only problem with that is then if they pay for your ticket, then it's like they almost feel like they own you or they have some sort of ownership over you. Yes. So it's like you're almost like they're prostitute in a way, but you're just getting paid in air miles. Well, I used to see people back in the day, like, random trip to Paris or to Dubai. And I'm like, what are you doing out there? Who's taking these pictures of you? Because you're on your own. Then I realised that they'd been, like, flown over for a weekend by some, like, rich daddy to just get walked out and then sent home again. Like, the thing is, I feel like it can work out all right. Do you know what I mean? That person could pay for your flight and then still be genuinely nice. Yeah. But sometimes it comes with a bit of an attitude. Like, there's always some sort of a price to pay of, like... They'll, they'll treat you how they want or they'll do this how they want or like if they're paying for things then you have to do things. This is kind of like what I was talking to you earlier about top privilege because I bet it's a top paying for a bottom to come over for the weekend walk them out send them home. Mm. Was that me generalising? Yeah maybe I feel like uh, old bottoms pay for like young <laughs> 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 I'm really sorry. There was something about the way you just said old bottoms that just made me just like like dead. No, but okay. if you think about like the like the 50, 60 year old bottoms that yeah. want to get fucked oh, and they God. pay escorts to come over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I feel like top privilege is a whole other episode in itself. Yeah, make sure that I'm on that. See you guys uh, in two weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then he put any old bottoms out there? Do you send us your um? <laughs> Your experiences? Oh, actually, yeah, guys, we're going to do an episode on top privilege. Uh, send us your thoughts. Mostly via Instagram would probably be best. Uh, I'm sure you know our handles by now. And if not, we will repeat them at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but he then put, so this guy who's travelled from Costa Rica to Canada, he put, to then get there and find out he had a girlfriend. Oh, was she in the house? Got the D though. <laughs> well done, Bexterella. Well, well done. It all works for you. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, Mark, we uh, have some other ones, don't we? Right, so we've got um, Cardenas. Cardenas Caesar drove two hours and he jizzed within five minutes. Not worth it. Not oh, worth it. God. Like two hours for dick. I'm not being funny. Where are you driving from? Maybe you're driving from like a small town, like a, like Devon or like, do you get what I mean? Like, because there's no way that you really need to drive from London 
for two hours for Dick. Right. Well, you wouldn't drive from London to Devon for Dick, would you? <laughs> <laughs> no. But you know them country boys? They're all right. I mean, go for a roll in the hay. Literally. <laughs> I would be down for a little roll in the hay, literally, before I'm a boy. Yeah, but again, imagine you drive for two hours. And no, then... I'd have to be on holiday, like in the countryside, and then I put grinder on. And okay. I'm like, oh, look. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's a hot farmer boy 700 metres away. 700 metres away. Let's go down to the stables. <laughs> That's <laughs> literally <laughs> like we were doing at the start of the episode. <laughs> we are in the sticks right now, bitch. Where the fuck is Wimbledon? Where the f- <laughs> right? <laughs> not on the map. So, yeah, the thing is, how are you going to guarantee that that's not going to happen? And I think with, I mean, if he came within five minutes, would you not be like, you know how if you come once, the second time it should take you longer to come? Yeah. I'd be like, okay, you've got your little premature ejaculation out of the way. Can we now try and do it again? I'd be like, listen, I'll wait 20 minutes. Go go in the break room. <laughs> take a breather. <laughs> I'll be at KFC drive through I'll be back. Literally, I'm going to go eat. There's nothing more disappointing than when you're in that mood and you just want, like, to get laid, like, you just want to lay it down. And you get there with big promises and within five minutes, it's over. Yeah. Like, nothing more disappointing. Yet again, another reason not to travel if that shit's going to happen. <laughs> Make sure that happens on your own terms, people. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? Right, so we've got um, Brandon. I mean, you got. I Just mean, Brandon's fine. Yeah, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Just, hey, Brandon. To Singapore from Sri Lanka when I was 21 on a five year bank loan. Totally worth it. Do you know <laughs> what, babes? If it was a bank, lo- bank loan, do your yes, thing. Bitch. That was money well spent. <laughs> you got a holiday, you got to see the views, and you got some dick. Why not? I love that. Love that. <laughs> Oh, but so this one here, Manchester, UK to Kentucky, US. Fun. Yet again, like as long as these people are that it's been paid for them, I totally don't condone you pay. Like, what if they're rich? I suppose so, but why not fly them to you then? Yeah, could you imagine that? Like, oh. Well, I suppose it's for the experience. I think, as you can tell, that I'm just not one for traveling. Someone else put. To the USA, I'm from Germany, and damn yeah, it was worth it. Loads of people are saying it was worth it, though. Yeah, people seem to be really enjoying these expensive trips for the D. But I feel like, yet again, obviously, this is not technically, when you're travelling that far, it's not just a quick wham-bam, thank you, ma'am type of situation. Like, you're going away for a period of time, you're having... As the escorts say, the boyfriend experience. The boyfriend <laughs> experience. So, yeah, you know what? Like, why not? If you've always wanted to go to that place as well, I'm just like, how do these conversations start? Because if anyone ever messages me further than like three miles away, I'm like, not going to happen. <laughs> Rain check. <laughs> Rain check. Um, Two hundred and seventy-six. Thousand km, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm like, bitch. How did you even find me? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Mm. I'm like, well, you got money to pay for grinder extra. That's the same price as a fucking f- flight across the world. Oh, it ain't cheap, is it? <laughs> it's not, honey. Um, this one was just my absolute favorite. 
This is from Mr. Taylor Boss. Um, and he flew from, he put from Dubai to New York, but he flew from New York to Dubai and he said it was absolutely worth it. We are now married. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it's so cute. So I messaged him. I wanted to call him and be like, oh my God, tell us the story about how you flew halfway across the world for dick like a desperate bitch and ended up married. And ended up married, <laughs> like perfect. I hope he's rich too. He put, um, so they matched on Tinder when they were in London. No, sorry, he was in London. Oh, these international queens. Very international queens. Yes. So Taylor was in London and his partner was in New York mm -hmm. and his partner was paying for Tinder Plus and was searching London before he'd got there for people that were there. Okay. Um, but see, in my mind... Looking, this was supposed to happen. Wasn't it? It was supposed to happen. But when I'm looking in other countries that I'm going to, I would normally use Grinder for that because I don't think, oh, I'm going to have a relationship there. Do you know what I mean? I just think... Yeah, you're just, you're just thinking, like, I'm going to go away for the weekend. But do you know what? Fuck link this, up with some locals. Like, we might as well just get like Tinder Plus and just start exploring the world. Well, listen, if, if marriage and a home is going to come out of it on the other side, especially if the temperature is a lot warmer than London, then why not? Yeah, right. Um... But then he was staying with family. Taylor was uh, in London staying with family before he moved to Dubai. And his partner arrived in London the night before Taylor left. So they didn't get to see each other. Right. And then he moved to Dubai, changed his phone number, and they completely lost contact. Then somehow, I didn't get the chance to get this out of him, but... His partner then found Taylor on Instagram saying that he was going to Asia on holiday and was said like, oh, hey, so should I come to Dubai first? How would you feel about me coming to Dubai before I go to Asia? And he was originally going to go to Dubai from the 11th to the 14th of February. And Taylor was like, hold on, bitch, you're going to come all of this way and then leave me on Valentine's Day? No, honey. No, honey. So he stayed until the 15th of February. Oh, an extra 24 hours. So nice. Yeah, but still, like, if you've got, like, a whole, like, trip around Asia booked. Yeah, yeah I'm not, okay. I'm not going to reschedule that for a man that I haven't met just yet. Oh, well, some people sound like from these things that they would. They would. They would. <laughs> yeah. And they got married in December the same year. Wow. So, yeah, That's I feel like that was... a whirlwind love story. That was supposed it? to happen. Yeah. Like, what were the chances of Taylor being in London and the other one, Tinder Googling people before he got to London? And it just all worked out perfectly. It really did. Can we find that in 10 years if you're still together, please? Totally. I think, I don't know, I feel like that's such a... Is gay divorce a thing yet? <laughs> I'm sure it is. What's the rates? <laughs> <laughs> What's the percentage? What you mean, like, how much money do what you get without a prenup? <laughs> well, like, 50% of most marriages end in divorce, right? Yeah. Basically. But that's in the heterosexual community. Yeah. What's our percentage? I think it's 30% in end in divorce, and the other 20% go into uh, thruples. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say. Was it like a Kim Kardashian annulment after three, 72 annulment. hours? Because you're like caught shagging the groom <laughs> at the reception. Okay, we're actually coming towards the end of the app. So we'll say a quick thank you to our Patreons. Uh, I won't let Mark do it this time because I know there's some names that he can't pronounce. Calidrion. <laughs> Big up Calidrion from last time. We love you. 
This week we send thank you to Jill McFarlane, Shane Tataroon's bus. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking the piss, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right, I just okay. like if I I'm not laughing at your name, by the way. I'm just laughing at the pronunciation of that. <laughs> okay. Listen, every episode when we try to thank the patrons, there's always someone with a harder name to pronounce. Do they get offended? Do they ever message you like, you said my no, name? No, I don't so think right. so. They know that we're not like that. But imagine if I said, if I tried to say this in English, oh, I think that's bliss. But I think that would, if I said that in English, Tataroon's Bliss, it just sounds like I'm butchering the name. Okay, yeah. It's like Shane Tataroon's Bliss. Okay. Uh, Mark Bray, Christopher Johnson, and Tony Luke. And our producer for this episode is Brian Benowitz. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Daddy. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, guys, if uh, you want to hear our next episode where we're talking about uh, lots of like draggy stuff, sex in drag. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's on Patreon. And if you want to support us on Patreon, uh, we're Cocktails and Cock Talk on there. And our socials, I'm at and I'm at Gillet Slays. And I'm at Mark Ashley D. Thank you guys. Thank and you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.